Howdy, Shane here, joined by Sean McCabe for Because We Love Motorsport. How are you? Very good, thank you, Shane. And you're darn right, mate. Because we love motorsport, we thoroughly do. And that's why we're here again this evening, because we just love it. Motorsport, can't get enough of it. And what a massive weekend we've had in motorsport. And this weekend coming, it's another massive weekend. I think the next uh, few weekends are are going to be massive, but definitely this coming weekend, supercars, Formula One. You're kidding me. S5000. Oh, yes. TCR's racing. Yep. What else is racing? Well, we've got the MotoGP. Yeah, yeah. We've got World Superbike. Yep. And there's a quite a large event going on at the Perth Motorplex. Oh, I've heard about that place. Yes, indeed. (laughs) It's the Andra Grand Finals. It's the WA Drag Racing Championship Grand Finals. And it's the Burson Auto Parts Top Fuel coming to town. The first time in three years. And the boys are uh, just coming across the Nullarbor as we speak. They'll be setting up on on Thursday. It is going to be huge. Massive weekend in motorsport. God damn. Absolutely. Good and thing. that's why we're here, because we love motorsport. And, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and we can't get enough of it. And this weekend, if we only have enough hours in the weekend to be able to cover it all, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I think uh, next week we might just have to curl up in a ball and <laughs> after we, of course, uh, record the results. but uh, Well, yeah. that's exactly right. It's going to be just huge. I mean, uh, it all starts, well, in actual fact, for me, it all starts tomorrow. I'll be down at the, the, the Motorplex there for Test and Tune. All the drag racers are in town for the Test and Tune, and straight after that I've got Formula Tech Performance will pass Wednesday, which is electric night, so electric cars, Teslas and that coming along and racing down the track half price. And it's also the Hour of Power, which which is where we bring out around about 20 to 30 skid cars, some of WA's best tyre fryers. So it is going to be absolutely huge. And this is, of course, in the lead-up to what is going to be absolutely amazing, the Burson Auto Parts Top Fuel. Speaking of tyre fryers, Brad Tui has won the 2022 Australasian Drift titles at the World Time Attack on the weekend, um, basically beating out a huge 34-car field. Um and it came up against Matt Harvey in the quarterfinal. And uh, Luke Fink was in there in the mix as well. Um, and Pat Barley, Patrick Barley, C6 Corvette. Um, like absolute monster drift car. Now, Patrick's been over here before. He's got a, um, a sprint car. He originally had a sprint car-based engine. Or sprint car engine, I should say, just full stop, uh, and came over here, came over to Perth and shred up the track a couple of years ago. And yeah, now he's um, over World Time Attack. He ended up coming third, I believe. Um, and yeah, no, sorry, he came fourth. Fink uh, was supposed to have come third, um, but. Uh, didn't front up. I think he had some mechanical issues. So Matt Harvey ended up taking third. Um, and sorry, the um, Patrick Barley was actually in the finals. Uh, so he ended up coming second. 
incredible form of uh, motorsport drifting. Uh, seen it many, many times. In fact, sometimes the cars, when they're drifting, are going as fast drifting sideways as they would be if they were going in a straight line. The Absolutely. car control is amazing, the amount of uh, smoke they create. And you speak about that car with uh, basically the sprint car engine. Well, you're talking about 900 horsepower of, mm. of injected V8 grunt. No wonder she's uh, carving the tyres up. And often they'll, uh, you know, a set of tyres will last two drifts, for instance. That's if they're lucky. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's an amazing sport. The, the, the drift tra- the drift set up for World Time Attack is um, quite long, but uh, I, but even those cars, like even drifting, they definitely were nowhere near um, Jimmy Assad, uh, who... <laughs> Absolutely demolished the club sprint record at the World Time Attack. He, it was previously set in 2017, uh, one minute 36 around um, Sydney Motorsport Park. Uh, he did it in a 133.7 in a Mitsubishi Evo 6 RS um, that he's been developing for two years while time attack wasn't running that is fast extremely fast the sydney motorsport park the old eastern creek as we used to know it great venue for drifting actually it's got some uh, some nice uh, nice corners some nice windy little bits very good track yeah and i, I mean it definitely suits the world time attack format as well um yeah the the overall champion uh was the pr tech rp968 porsche um did a 120.1 around that track. Um, they didn't end up running. They were looking to put a 119. Yep. Um, but they decided not to push the car that far. So um, just trying to find some, um, what the supercars time around um, Sydney Motorsport Park is just to give... Um, People who aren't familiar with it, a bit of a, a time, but uh, 127 um, is the um, is the lap record for a, for a, um, a supercar. Like probably a Van Gisberg, in for instance, sort of probably set that, or maybe a uh, a Craig Lowndes. Mm. But I think the out the outright lap record is actually held by Nico Holkenberg in an A1 Lola. Which is a one nineteen one forty two, so if you think about this, um, yeah, this guy's throwing his his Porsche when it's a, a, a bloody done up Porsche. Yeah, certainly, um, it's not stock standard. No, no, no. If you get along to the World Time Attack, uh, worldtimeattack.com and check out the pictures, um, like that's apparently what a Porsche looks like. Yeah. Um, which we're looking at right now, and it looks nothing like a Porsche. No, massive big uh, wing on the it's, rear of it. It's a shopping trolley. But, yeah, shopping um, trolley. <laughs> but, yeah, so to think, you know, one of those is doing a is, – is, you know, heading towards that outright lap record. You that know, is just been, something, isn't it? Quite yeah. fantastic. Yep. But, um, you know, like no one obviously could, could catch the, the, the previously mentioned Evo, but um, – Jay Davidson and Richard Perini had a massive battle for the um, second spot. Um, and, yeah, basically um, Jay Davidson in the in the final lap just, yeah, managed to 
beat out um, uh, Richard Brenny's car. So, yeah, it was a massive event over there. Um, first time run under lights as well. Oh, beautiful. Um, we had, that would have been a sight. Um, we had Ian Baker on the main podcast a while ago, and um, he announced then it was a very big exclusive uh, that the 2021 edition was supposed to be run under the lights, but, of course, COVID put a stop to that. Yeah, indeed. Um, yep. But, yeah, so to see the time attack run under the night lights, just massive, you know, as we've said. And uh, before, you know, the glowing disc breaks and everything. Yeah, special for photographers. Take some yep. awesome snaps. When you talk about time attack, that's basically a car having the entire track to themselves, like a hot lap, really, isn't it? Um, they usually – it depends on the format. So yep. um, some time attack, you know, they run with a gap. Yep. Um, supposedly, yeah, to basically just stop, you know, the fast cars catching the slower yes. ones. Yeah. Um, honestly, I can't remember what world time attack was running. Yeah. Um, I do believe it was it was a couple of cars out at a time, so. Yes, yeah. Um, but locally uh, here at Wanneroo, they had a, a Tarmac Sports Series time attack, um, which is their entry level into that, that yep. category of racing. Yep. And um, Michael Brandt was out with his RX-7 who put in a 1 minute 1.42 up there. Um, but the winner of the night was Max Whiting in a um, Subaru WRX um, with a one minute three five three four. So um, most of the guys up there head for that sub sixty second mark. Yeah, I can understand. Um, yep. And Max is probably spewing that he he missed out by um, you know that that such a I Such a time. He needed to break ever so slightly later coming down into turn seven. Made all the difference. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, drifted through like Andy Stevens did a few years ago when he picked up the unofficial lack record up there. Yes. Now, um, you mentioned Perth Motorplex before. Yeah. What happened there on the weekend just gone? Well, it was absolutely huge. Uh, we had Shannon's Fast Friday, which uh, was our final round of Shannon's. It was round six, which took place on Friday night, April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day for some, but I'll tell you what, there was no fools there. It was a magnificent night, and it uh, culminated a great season. It's great to see Shannon's Fast Friday coming back after a few years' absence. Absolutely. And uh, to explain Shannon's Fast Friday, basically we have drag racing on our quarter-mile strip, and the Speedway also. So if you come along as a spectator, you've got both disciplines on at the same time. Or if you come across as a media that can only apparently be accredited on the Speedway <laughs> side, <laughs> you can go over to the uh, – the, uh Sorry, on the drag racing side, you can go over and check out Speedway for a change. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I, I heard uh, you've had a few uh, issues trying to get in. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think they'd put a fence up and say, oh, you, you're not allowed to turn around and look at Speedway, for instance. <laughs> I think you would be uh, uh, very welcome there. But, yeah, just going through, look, uh, firstly, um, in the uh, look at the drag racing side, in Superbike, Daniel Natalotto came first, Rangs himself, and Brett Allen was second. In Super Street. It was Paul Garbellini from Rodney's Edema, and Paul Garbellini is currently the reigning
national super street champion. Uh, in real street was Glenn Wood from Mark the Sierra. Mark the Sierra does the most amazing burnouts you'll see on the water box. And great to see Nicholas Rowe bringing his modified out uh, during super modified, and he defeated Alan Mankoff all the way from um, uh, up in uh, Port, uh, up in Tom Price, I should say. And uh, Alan Mankoff often uh, races uh, in um, supercharged outlaws with a beautiful EH Holden utility force fed. And to the junior drags as well, here's a, uh, a future racer if we ever knew one. That's Brody Zapier. Uh, he took the victory out there over Nathan Townsend. Nathan Townsend, only a young man, 10 years of age, uh, absolutely setting the world on fire, and he has a massive future in the sport. Uh, moving on to uh, next door, well, we the Speedway results. Got the Speedway results there for the Shannon's Fast Friday. Uh, in limited, uh, the 320 sprint cars, we had uh, Bailey Beckingham, who defeated uh, Paul Fielder, Matt Watkins. In the late models, it was Ross... Ross Nicastri, sorry about that, Ross, from Jamie Oldfield and Jay Cardi. And uh, moving down to the Formula 500s, Chris Dimmick from Brendan Marshman and Reese Cunningham. Uh, absolutely amazing. Just to uh, go through the finals after six rounds here for the um, the Fast Friday in Superbike, it was Daniel Natalotto who came first from Simon Garbutt and Brett Allen with Luke Seaton in uh, in fourth. Super Street, Jace Dobra with 480 points from Paul Garbellini, Rodney Zadima and the wife Lisa Garbellini in fourth position. Onto the junior drags as well. This was a real battle and a half. Angel Bakrinich, how about that? The Bakrinich family, young Angel uh, was was first after that. An equal second was Brody Zapier and Cooper Moresby on 410 points. Uh, moving on to sports, uh, super modified, I should say. Tyrone Begg, very dominant there with 410 points from Ray Lockwood, 240 points. And Marty Mirko, the reigning national super sedan champion, 180 points in third place. On the real street, well, Mark Fasera was very dominant that with 520 points. And Robert Stone in second place. So uh, that was Shannon's Fast Friday uh, over and done for another year, and I know we're looking forward to that coming back again next year. It's just a magnificent uh, uh, event, and as I say, you've got drag racing and speedway at the same time. So here's something. I've got a bit of a connection with the Cardies. Yes. Um, yep. Chris Cardi was actually metalwork teacher at my high school. Never. Yep. Well. Great teacher. Really? Great teacher, yeah. And that would be the father of Jay, would it? Yes. Gotcha. Ah, yeah, Jay Cardi, a, a really good racer there in the uh, late models. And I think, um, I know he came third in the Shannon's Fast Series, but if I look at some of the others, I think he, um, on the weekend, because I went to Speedway, of course, uh, Super Speedway for the uh, for the Asphalt Recyclers Australia Gold Cup there, and he performed very well again. in what was quite a, um, uh, quite a dash and bash race, actually, for the late models. I saw Joey Chalmers, uh, he took out the feature, uh, up against Brent Fosberg and, and uh, look, during the racing there was barely a bee's diaphragm between them uh, but uh, Vosberg, and, sorry, uh, Chalmers, um, uh, I should say Vosberg and was able to defeat Chalmers in what was uh, a really good uh, feature model race. Um, and yeah, Jay Cardi was a little bit further back. So Chris Cardi, your metalwork teacher, and uh, did he teach you how to weld or did he teach you how to use the lathe? Uh, can you use a CNC? <laughs> <laughs> no. What, you, or, or you're like me, you can just use a file. <laughs> Honestly, I used to jump every time we did the old um, um, flint 
Oh, um, like, yeah, the, oxy the, squeeze, the yeah, the oxycetylene and that. And exactly. Yeah, hated starting those things up. Oh, gee, yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I actually went on to be a uh, Boilermaker welder by trade, and uh, well, some would call me a butcher, but... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go too well, but uh, yeah, look at going back to the Super Speedway. So I went along to Speedway, which was the uh, Asphalt Recyclers Australia Gold Cup there at the Perth Motorplex. And uh, as you would expect with Speedway, it was full of thrills and spills, tons of them. And uh, especially with those wings with things, the sprint cars. Love them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In one particular heat, I remember heat number one, um, the, uh, it was Jason Kendrick who uh, went over the, the curb at turn one, Drifted up the top of the uh, track and collided with uh, Jason Pride, which uh, basically ended Kendrick's heat. So he had to start the feature from the rear of the grid. And um, Jason Pride was none too happy about it, let me tell you about that. And he ended up starting uh, from the middle of the grid. Um, and in the feature race, uh, the battle between Jock Goodyear and Callum Williamson uh, was absolutely amazing. And a little bit later on, Kai Scroop rolled his car upside down on the back straight Ooh, and uh, Jeff Kendrick he nearly ran into him they were able to back it off but of course uh, that put uh, Jeff further down the track he lost plenty of track time so uh, didn't go well for, for them and uh, just going through the results there uh, I think um, it was actual fact it was uh, so it was in the the feature race there for the sprint cars it was Callum Williamson in first place uh, Jock Goodyear in second place Chris Coyle in third with Dane Kingshot uh, in fourth place and Robbie Farr come across in the Eastern States we had actually um, four competitors come from the Eastern States for this particular round. Robbie Farr came six. Uh, going on to the late models, that was Brent Vosbergen, Joe Chalmers and Jamie Oldfield. And for the speed cars, well, Tom Payette. Now, there's a, an absolute legend uh, of racer. He defeated Caden Manders. And Tom Payette is probably oh, the most dominant speed car racer, um, certainly in Perth and one of the most dominant in, in Australia. It was uh, just, look, a really, really good event. Um, it just uh, absolutely loved the Speedway. It's amazing that Speedway is probably one of the only motorsport disciplines that actually encourages uh, the, I wouldn't say celebration of the crashes, yeah. um, but <laughs> doesn't shy away from showcasing the crashes in highlight reels. It's quite true, actually. Absolutely, yeah, I know, and but they are—they certainly are spectacular. Yeah, um, especially the uh, the wing cars, you know, your uh, your sprint cars. Yeah, they tend to roll over a fair bit. It's unusual to see a late model upside down or roll. They're sort of a little bit uh, sort of lower. Well, what would you saw lower center of gravity? I think if you can manage to roll one of those, you're doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> You need a round of applause. You're doing well, and then there's also a lot of questions to ask. Um, but maybe you should get a special trophy. Yeah, absolutely. What I do like about the late models is you can have a little bit more, uh, how we put it, a little bit more uh, rubbin uh, racing because um, with the sprint cars being open wheelers, if the, the wheels or the tyres touch each other, over you go. But with the late models, they're a little bit more like a, uh, a supercar compared to an F1. Uh, you've got the guards around and the bodywork, so you can have a little bit more biff and barge, which is uh, is great. But, uh, yeah, just got the one more um, uh, Speedway race meeting, which is their grand final coming up in two weeks' time. And I know uh, that'll be uh, thoroughly contested. Uh, you know, the be a, a couple of scores to settle, I would have thought, after the Gold Cup, you know, uh, Vosbergen and uh, some of the others, probably a little bit unhappy with the way it all ended for them. Uh, well, well, 
late models uh, also racing down in Esperance at Esperance Speedway. Um, Greg Horan took out the final in that. Uh, other results, street stocks, uh, Hamish McAlpine, Brenton Bridges, Dylan Williams, top three. Um, productions, Bronte Humphreys, Jeff Dickerson, Linton Dickerson, some very close times down there. Um, well, sorry, not on that particular race. In the other ones there were. Um, Jesus, one lap down um, between first and second. So, Wow, something's um, gone wrong there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the close racing I'm talking about is coming up. Um, AMCA, Sean Mazzucchelli took out that. Um, New Star Juniors, Jacob Hill, um, ahead of Nathan Brown. There's a two-second gap there. Um, Formula 500s, only three people in that. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, Jamie Goodwin uh, over Wade Rigney. Uh, and as a tale of the Tates, I've been sitting here with that on my tongue wanting to say that. Tale of the Tates, uh, George Tate edged out Charlie Tate by point two. Two zero, uh, and the best lap time also went to George Tate by point one six seconds. Mm, very interesting. So mm. some some cool racing down at the regional tracks. It was also the Jeff Giddis uh, sidecar memorial um, at uh, Speedway Motorcycle Club of WA. Um, I believe that's out of Pinja. Pinja Raceway, I'm pretty yep. sure that's the case, yeah. Um, often gets confused for Wanneroo Raceway for some reasons. Yeah. Well, they're, they're both on Pinja Row or close to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so sidecar final, uh, Mark Mitchell um, took out that. Darren Nash, Michael Cedar and Josh Wells behind. Um, flat track final, uh, Brian Miller. Um, 17, well, no, he didn't get the fastest lap. Dean Condren got the fastest lap, 17.455. Um, great, great field of eight in the flat track. Uh, 500ccs. Um, why is this name familiar? Jared Zetas. Oh, the Zetas. Yeah, that's um, Zetas, very uh, popular name in, or very common name, I should say, in the V8 ute racing. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jared Zetas at 15.872 around uh, Pinjar. Um, 250 final, not even going to talk about it. That's that's very disappointing. Uh, two entrants, one did not finish. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it was a two-horse race, effectively. Yeah. Someone had to win. <laughs> it would have been a bit of a shame for both of them with DNF. Well, yeah, wouldn't it just? <laughs> um, not ideal. Now, speaking of um, Wanneroo and people getting confused with things, uh, Carnival of Carts was at Wanneroo yeah. Carts, yeah. which is also on that same road <laughs> and also gets called Wanneroo International <laughs> Raceway. It does, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah, Wanneroo International Cartway, but uh, yeah, right on the corner there of, uh, I think, um, Flynn and uh, might be Pinjar. <laughs> Wattle, Wattle, Wattle. Yeah. When you think it, you had uh, Pinjar Racing, you had the uh, the go-karts, and, of course, plus you had um, you went to see Time Attack at the uh, oh, Wanneroo yeah. Raceway. Yep. 
the old former wouldn't it, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great if they combine that into all one? Oh, that's right. There is plans to do one complex, but ah, oh, yes. Well, yeah, that yeah, maybe in three generations. Time. Yes, yes. I don't think uh, that'll actually ever happen, but yep. Yeah, we well, can all hope. I actually emailed the council today for oh, an update. Yes. Yep. So hopefully they'll reply. Yeah, indeed. Probably yeah. won't. Yep. Um, anyway, results: KO Four Junior Championships, Carnival Carts, of course. Uh, Everybody, everybody's favourite man-child, Chris Mitchell, was up there calling that. Um, I'd love to call him a man-child. He's very excitable. It's great to see. I, love I call him the king of the kids. King of the kids, yes. Uh, so uh, well, who we have here? Benjamin Hall uh, taking out the final in the uh, KA4 Juniors. Um, Cadet Nines, uh, not even going to try and pronounce his kid's last name. So sorry. <laughs> Um, Chase Saxild. Sorry, um, the parents. <laughs> yep, sorry. Um, here's a name I can pronounce, Jay Kostecki. Oh, terrific. So is that another another one of the Kosteckis? I would say so. I'd, I'd, I'd be hard. I'd be very surprised if it isn't. So, oh. of course, the Kostecki brothers will all be back in Perth. Absolutely. In a few weeks' time. An older cousin, uh, Brody Kostecki, yep. he along too. His dad uh, was a very, uh, very successful drag racer. Indeed. Uh, Tag 125 Restricted Lights, Cassie Nicholson, um, Brooke Miller, uh, top two there, um, separated by just over a second, and 10 seconds back to the rest of the field. Um, who else have we not spoke about? Oh, the Cadet Twelves. Um, who do we have there? Cadet Twelves. Campbell Thompson took out that. And five seconds back to Cody Colmer and Chase. Another Chase. Chase Webb. Um, in the... Oh, missing some results there. Restricted lights. There are so many categories of bloody carts. It's, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think if you if you ask, you know, some people... There's only probably one that matters. Yes. Um, but it's anyway. right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that it's the only one that matters. It's just that it's the probably the best show. Tag 125 heavies, Nathan Terrell, Richard Deckers, Brenton Magri. Um, fourth position, Shane McPherson actually got the fastest lap of 49 seconds, almost flat. Um, tag 125 restricted masters, Daniel Panizar, sorry, Benjamin Bonden and Sam Liotta. Um, top three there. Uh, K3 Juniors, uh, Sashin Smith away. Sorry again. Nash Ferraro with a 48.895. Got best lap. And Jackson Mitchell Rosenoir. I am so bad with these names. Um, we'll come back to those ones. K2 Juniors, we just went through in that note. Dylan Guess. Zane Rhodes, Jack McDonald, the top three. Um, tag 125s, Aiden Decker, um, Luke Sawyer, Liam Kane. But the fastest lap record was set by the eighth position, uh, Robert West with a 47.9. Oh, with no one to uh, plenty of clear air. Yeah, yeah. Last lap was the best, uh, oh, sorry, lap 10. Uh, I believe it was a 12 lapper. Uh, and the big boys of karting, 
Um, the KZ2s. Yeah. Yeah, this is what everyone raves about. Don't they just? Um, and um, well, a massive field of probably close to forty. Unfortunately, quite a few DNFs. Um, but you know, that's a twenty-lap race, so you know, expect that to happen. Samuel Dicker, um, forty-six point four eight eight, best lap and taking out the top. Some familiar names down the list. Uh, Nick Middick in fourth. Uh, Caleb Sumich in tenth. Um, Hayden Patrizzi. Uh, unfortunately, did not finish. Who else is on the list? Uh, Connor Roth, who uh, races in the XL Cup, was in there as well. So, um, yeah, another, another big field. Heaps of, um, yeah, fantastic racing. It's funny you talk about there being many different categories uh, in go-karting or karting, as I should say. Um, I can think of one category that uh, they could do with, and that's one for uh, overweight seniors like myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, if they do that, I'll uh, join you in that category. (laughs) No, um, yeah, that's a category I'd like to uh, develop and get into. Um, but yeah, so you know, karting I think you know very uh, still underrated um, in the general motorsport public. Um, not realizing that that's where the breeding ground is for. It certainly is. I mean, all, all the top talent. That's right. Yeah, all the races start as karters, um, except for Grant Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Well, good point. Yeah, but yep. you can find out all about that on the Behind the Sport podcast. Looking forward to that one. That one. Yeah, that's going to be an absolute it's ripper. Two and a half. Two and a half hours. Yep. No. Yes. No. No, sorry, it's it's just under two hours. That, That's going to that be one. a beauty. Yeah. I mean, he's got so much to speak about his yeah. uh, history and racing, you know, whether it be supercars, whether it be super utes, or whether it be the saloon cars, he has done so much in uh, in motorsport. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's just won his seventh national title in saloon state. cars. State. Sta- seventh uh, state title in yep. uh, saloon cars. That's amazing. And, of course, uh, uh, running with the uh, Martin Engineering team uh, based down there in Bunbury, it's uh, one of the big teams, and uh, they've been having a they've been taking the battle up to um, you know the, the likes of Chase Hoy, for instance. He's been uh, stepping well, up. Chase, the Chase Hoy's taken the battle to them. Yeah, I should have said that. I yes, should have said that. the wrong way. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, great categories out there um, that want to raceway, and of course, actually, there's been look there's been so much motorsport going on. I know we're uh, briefly going to touch on the Australian Grand Prix coming up. We've got Formula One, of course, the uh, Repco Australia Supercars, um, but there's a big event coming up at the Perth Motorplex I've mentioned about, and that is the Andra Grand Final, the AA yeah. Drag Racing Championship Grand Final, and of course, of course, I keep talking about it, the Burst Auto Parts Top Fuel. Uh, Absolutely. When we talk about the uh, the Andra Grand Finals. Uh, this is, of course, the National Grand Final and uh, the top door slammers. That is open to uh, to a big finale. We've got Daniel Gregorini, who's in first place on 388, and John Zapier, would you believe? That's a famous name. He's on 340, just behind them. And uh, between third and fourth, there is three points between third and fourth, with Matt Abel in third and Kelvin Lyle in fourth. And you know what? Yep. Everyone's going to have to wait until next week to find out the results on our next episode of Because We Love Motorsport. That's exactly right. Or get your butts trackside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.